Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to hold a very safe space for people to be honest and truly understand themselves so that they can create a life that they truly love waking up to every day. So I am super excited to introduce Tammy Helfrich. Now, Tammy is a life coach, host of the Intentional Life podcast, and author of the book, Unapologetic. Now, she's passionate about helping women remember how to trust their intuition so that they can expand their unique gifts and live unapologetically. Well, welcome, Tammy. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love how you're helping women live their lives confidently and with clarity. I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Yes. Thank you again. This is going to be exciting. Absolutely. So, you know, Tammy, always top of mind question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Yes. So, that is um, a great question. I had been in corporate sales for most of my career for almost 20 years and was starting to feel this kind of itch of, is this it? Is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? And at that time, I wasn't a coach. I actually um, decided to leave the corporate world and to go into the nonprofit world for a little while. And during that time, I got a lot of coaching. I paid for and hired a lot of coaches to really help me try to figure out who I was and and what my life looked like outside of the corporate world, which Mm -hmm. I was very, very well aware of what that person looked like. So as I uh, dove more into coaching, it really changed me and I saw significant changes in me. And I also kind of realized I've always been a coach. That's kind of been who I have been throughout my life. And so I decided that I wanted to help women have the same kind of transformations that I had had and really learn how to become more fully themselves and what I call bring their awesome to the world, because that's what was happening with me. Right. Ah, I love that. Yeah. Stepping outside of the corporate world. That takes a lot of courage because it is its own, its own world, right? Its own playing field and board game and rules and regulations and protocols and all that. So to really spread your wings takes a lot of courage, but obviously you tapped into something that was even 
bigger for yourself in terms of uh, alignment, right? With your yes. sense of purpose. So yeah, I love that. Well, so I think you said you had been in that role for decades. How many years? Mm-hmm. Almost, uh, it was 18 years that I had been in all kinds of different corporate sales and ended up working for a Fortune 500 company and basically had everything that they tell you on paper, you should have a good job, a great Mm -hmm. company, 401k, traveling. You were looking good. (laughs) Yeah. From the outside, everyone was like, ah, Tammy is, she's got it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. On the inside, there was uh, the sense of of, uh, longing or emptiness sounds like. Yes. Yeah. I I got to a point where I realized I could do this for the rest of my life and there was nothing wrong with it. I actually Mm -hmm. liked my job at the time, but I also knew there just was something more within me that I couldn't, I couldn't bring to life in a corporate environment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. I love that. Well, so how long have you had your own coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved during the course of that time? Yes. So I have had my own business for seven years now. And a lot of that has been part-time. Like, as I said, I I went to work in the nonprofit world and actually helped bring a nonprofit to life. And so it's been something that I've done on, on the side for quite a while. But it has changed and evolved so much um, just as I continue to evolve myself and really just continue to get clearer on what I feel my purpose and my mission in the world is. And so, yeah, it just, it continue. I think the the role of an entrepreneur continually evolves mm-hmm. as you do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This is, it's always evolving, which keeps it exciting, right? We're in the creative yes. space instead of just in a single role or something like that. It's very creative and uh, can be anyway. So yeah, I love that. The evolution is always exciting. So, and you know, I'm, you have a lot of sales experience. You gained a lot of skills there through your corporate um, role and, and uh, that experience, obviously very successful, but have there been any challenges or roadblocks that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your business? Oh my goodness. How much time do you have? (laughs) Yes. I think that uh, entrepreneurship in itself is is full of roadblocks because I have often said it's really hard to understand how I could have sold millions and millions of dollars for corporations and still have challenges believing that I can do that for myself. (laughs) so I think that's a big roadblock that a lot of entrepreneurs have is they it it changes the game when it's you and you know especially as solopreneurs and so that that's a big one I think uh continually focusing on how do I sell me when I always Mm -hmm. sold either a product or a service Mm -hmm. um Obviously I'm selling a service as a coach now, but somebody else's, right. Somebody else's service or somebody else's a a big corporations, giant corporation that has uh, who knows how many millions of revenue every year that you have as your support system. And uh, right. Right. Because that's not selling yourself. Yeah. And that's not personal. So I think that's what I have coached a lot of entrepreneurs and that's a big part that we all work through is how do we create this business that 
is us in so many ways, but then that we don't take it personal. So I think that's been a big roadblock. I also think just um, for me personally, really learning to deconstruct some corporate mindset and philosophy that is very ingrained in us, especially if you've done it for a long time and figure out how to do it in a way that is in alignment with you. And I think that's probably been one of my biggest challenges is how do I take all of this experience that I have and use it, but also let go of the things that just do not align with me anymore. Right. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense because it, it, it will be a support as well as a limiter as you uh, want to do things finally with liberty, do it your way. Right. But yet, how do you fully step into that? So, well, can you share maybe a a technique or something that you utilize in order to step out of uh, that corporate mindset and more fully into the entrepreneurial mindset? Yes. I think one of the biggest things that I learned to do was coming from a corporate background, things were pretty set. Either you had, I mean, I was always in sales, so I didn't have like traditional eight to five hours, but it is kind of a mindset, right? That you're, you're working during those times or then you're, you're working longer. And so one of the things that really helped me as I became an entrepreneur was learning how to understand my own rhythms of how I wanted to work because corporate America doesn't you're not really allowed to do that. I mean, it's getting better and it's changed now for a lot of organizations. But for me, you know, one thing that I know about myself is I'm a really early morning person. And so I can get a lot done. I sometimes can get almost a full day's work done in the very early morning hours. And then to learn how to be okay with going for a walk in the middle of the afternoon or going to a yoga class or, you know, doing something that helps fuel me and maybe okay with that. Right. Yeah. And being okay with that. And I think that is a really big challenge for a lot of entrepreneurs is learning what are, what are your rhythms and what works for you, regardless of whether it matches anyone else's philosophy. Yeah. Just be tuned into, to you and, and uh, not be worrying about what somebody else might be thinking that is that invisible boss that was there for you for yeah. so many years that was watching your every move and and looking for analytics and statistics and performance yes. and production and da 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 so yeah exactly. that does take a while to to release all of that so well that's that's great just really leaning into what I'm hearing you're saying is to to honor the you know how you're feeling uh and let that be okay and let that be enough so yeah, that's great. Yes. And you know, Tammy, you're obviously an expert at helping women really tap into their intuition and unique gifts so that they can live their lives confidently and fully. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or you know the sales part of being in business? We've talked a little bit about that, but you know, this might feel like a very different skill set in this context. Do you have any you know, challenges or frustrations? Uh, with this important part of growing a successful business, besides like what you've shared with me, as far as just, you know, now I'm not selling some big corporate product or service. I'm selling myself. I'm selling my own service. So I, I hear that, but are there any specific challenges or frustrations 
uh, that you're experiencing? Because this is, you know, sales is a huge part to growing a successful business. Yes. Yeah. I think that one of the biggest things for me, and part of this has to do with how my business has been set up as you know, doing it somewhat part-time for a number of years, uh, really is just the consistency. I think, you know, being in sales, we know having a consistent pipeline and continuing to put yourself out there and to make offers to people, um, having that consistency in clients, coming to you and and closing them, right? I think everybody can relate to that. That's in order to build your business to where you need it to be. That can be a challenge for a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, is I guess in, in my mind, you know, that comes down to managing a calendar, managing time blocks, uh, that kind of thing. So is there something... Uh, beyond that, that besides just setting up that consistency in terms of a daily structure or an agreement that you're having with yourself, since you don't have a boss now that's driving you, that have just this own agreement with, okay, um, this is how my schedule looks. And this is where it makes sense for me to focus on business development and this is what that looks like within these time blocks. Now, can I commit to this or is this unrealistic? No, I think I commit commit to that. Okay. Yeah. And then commit to it and don't yeah. judge. Yeah. You know, I do think what that's... you do and that's it. And yeah. so honor that commitment with yourself uh, because uh, that is something that, especially if there's resistance or there's something below that, that is preventing you from actually doing the activity, then that's something else. But if it's just simply, oh my gosh, the week has gone by and I, I didn't do one, you know, blah, 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 whatever that marketing or sales was, and then get into this regret and shame mode instead of uh, sticking with the plan. But for a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, there's something below the surface that is preventing them from taking action when there is a time slot on their calendar to do something, they suddenly feel distracted or some other tug like, oh my gosh, I forgot. I got to go out and water the zinnias. <laughs> right. Yeah. I and think... they'll, they'll go do that instead. Right. <laughs> because right. there's something deeper because sales yeah. is not, uh, it, it's not something that is this easy peasy thing that so everybody can do. It's actually a skill set that needs right. to be learned. I came out of corporate, a long time sales experience in corporate, and it's a totally different thing, uh, selling and presenting and making offers around a transformational type work. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that that can be challenging. I know for me and for many entrepreneurs too, is to really be able to articulate and show the value of what a transformational experience looks like through coaching mm. or through consulting. And so, yeah, I would say that's probably what's underneath it is really being able to sell and articulate the value of what is possible by hiring right. a coach. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. That's, that is, you're, you're definitely not alone in that frustration. That is a huge challenge for a lot of coaches and that they know what their work is. They know the value themselves because they've generally walked the walk. Right. And 
and now are talking about the walk and you can't tell somebody how great it is. And so uh, I would love to provide you with a little bit of uh, insight around that if you'd like. I would love it. Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming that you have conversations with potential clients. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So in, in conveying the value of the transformation that you're providing, the best way to really go about that is, I, I don't know if you're a parent and you, if you have kids or not, but if you tell a child that they're going to like something or that it's good for them, they're immediately going to feel resistance, right? They're <laughs> right. just immediately triggered into no resistance. I won't, I'm not, and therefore they don't, or, you know, some form of that, right? Um, so it's pretty much a universal human psychology. It's not necessarily just a parent-child relationship. So, so here is a much more effective way to convey the value of a transformation. So when you're having these conversations, these really trusting, um, illuminating conversations with potential clients, and you're hearing about some of the frustrations, obviously they wouldn't be talking to you if life was golden, right? Correct. If their life was golden, they wouldn't be talking to you. So there's frustrations that they're experiencing. So if you're having this conversation, we haven't talked previously to this, so I don't know exactly how that conversation goes, but I'm sure you're, you're asking them, well, what, what's going on for you? What's the problem? What, what are you experiencing? And they're telling, they're sharing, they're saying what's going on. And so right there is the perfect opportunity to find out how that is really disrupting what they would really like to have and what the value is for themselves of having, you know, what would they like to have? And what is the value of that? How, right. how is that valuable for you? So you're not telling, you're asking. Right. You're asking how they value that instead of telling them, it's going to be great when you're able to, you won't believe it. It's going to be, it's like a life changer. You're going to wake up and you're going to love waking up and everything, and everything's going to be golden. And, you know, so you're telling. So hopefully this is landing for you and, and uh, might require just a little bit more reflection, but the power is never in telling the power is in supporting. So, um, so hopefully that, that moves the needle Correct. for you a little bit. And I would love to hear how yeah, this thank you. Uh, shows up, you know, in the next conversation, give me some real life feedback in terms of, ah, didn't work or no, I know it will because <laughs> I've been working with clients now for about five years. And <laughs> so it's always that huge shift when they just, it's, it's just a paradigm shift. So, and, you know, speaking of paradigm shifts, yes. um, the first thing that comes to my mind is the pandemic, right? What a huge paradigm shift we all experience there. It was like a wake-up call, a catalyst. Uh, like, are you kidding me? What? We can't do this or we have to do that. Or now I can't, that I don't have a job or lots of different things, you know, lots of iterations of a shift in reality. And for many women, it provided a, an opportunity to 
maybe wake up and maybe see a bigger potential for themselves or really fall in love with something else. I don't know. Can you speak to the uh, ripple effects of the pandemic? Uh, has it had an impact on your ideal clients and the need for your expertise? Yes, for sure. I think the pandemic made people realize that everyone needs a coach <laughs> in their <laughs> life uh, because I think it really illuminated the things that we try to cover up, um, the things that we numb, the things that we we gloss over um, the ways that uh, people keep themselves busy and not deal with their challenges. Mm -hmm. And so for a lot of my clients, this was a big wake up call, as you said, to, oh my gosh, what has my life become <laughs> Right. on top of all of the other things that we were dealing with um, that we've never had to deal with before. And so I know for many of my clients, um, I have worked with women who are realizing, not sure that I want to be married to this man for the next 20 to 30 years of my life. Cause I was in a house with them, you know, nonstop. Right. Um, I've had people really reconsider their jobs. Um, you know what? Okay. I think that what it brought out for a lot of us was the reality of life that we don't always look at, right? We, we always mm -hmm. think we have so much more time or so many more things. And I think the pandemic really showed that we're all human <laughs> and we just don't know what tomorrow will bring. And so I think it just really, the I think the biggest underlying thing that I've seen, not only in my life, but in a lot of my clients and potential clients is just the reevaluating of your life mm -hmm. and really asking yourself these tough questions that maybe we haven't been willing to ask of, am I really happy? And do I really like this life that I've chosen? And do I want to continue to be on the same path. And so I think that while it's been so hard, and I think there's a lot of people who just would not let themselves ask those questions and they just did everything they could to get through the time. I think the people that were open to it are really starting to just take a good, honest look at their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely was an opportunity to pause or what is that, that statement? Stop, drop and roll. Right. <laughs> You know, the fireman type, uh, yes. stop, wait a second, you know, look around. Okay. How am I, in, uh, something's on fire here. Uh, right. and let's reassess and, and let's maybe take a different action. Um, because yes. there is more to this life than wondering if I'm just bringing home the right kind of paycheck or if, if I'm meeting the, the bare minimum mark here and, Pretty soon life is right. and that, too far in our rear, view, rear view mirror. Yes. And that's kind of what started a lot of my transformation years ago is that I had a really good friend who was very young who passed away from breast cancer in her 30s. And I watched her live her bucket list. And that woke me up mm. to, okay, she's living her bucket list. What the heck am I doing with my life? Yeah, right, right. And I think that that's what a lot of people really you know, we're, we're all really good, especially in our Western society of just wearing busy as a badge of honor and yeah. like overbooking ourselves and over consuming and, and doing everything to distract ourselves from what's really going on in our hearts and in our minds. And I think that's what the pandemic stripped so much of that away. 
and it really caught people off guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, caught people off guard, and and for many, it it did provide that opportunity to just wake up and look around. So, well, Tammy, yes. I'm kind of on the edge of my seat here. So, how do you work with women who want to finally learn how to trust their intuition and tap into their unique gifts? Can you share a few more specifics? around your philosophy or your approach? Sure. Yeah, so as you mentioned, my superpower I feel is really just giving people a safe space. I think so many of us have not had really safe people who are non-judgmental, who can listen to us. I think we have so many people in our lives who um, have our maybe have our best interest at heart, but they also have conditions and expectations of what, of who they expect us to be. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the work that I do with my clients is letting them really get honest about who am I and what do I really want? And maybe what have I lost in my life? Um, what have I given up? Um, what do I really want? I remember when a coach asked me this for the first time, I had no idea how to answer that question because mm-hmm. I knew what my husband wanted. I knew what my kids wanted. I didn't know what I wanted because I had put myself on the back burner for so long. And so a lot of the work that I do with women is to really give them that space to, um, to be objective about how they're living their life, how they're showing up. Is it working for them? Do they wake up really loving their life or do they wake up dreading their life? Cause I've been there and I have seen transformation in the ability to really understand how to create this life that you want and how to decide on purpose who you are and what you want to bring to the world. And so we do that through, um, through coaching and, and sessions. And, you know, the, the beautiful thing about coaching is that if people are open to this, it doesn't take a long time. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes we can get to the heart, just like you said, you're a master at kind of being the, the x-ray seeing through the sales process. I feel like that I, have that with really what's getting in the way. Like what are the stories Mm -hmm. that people are telling themselves what's getting in the way of allowing them to really shine and bring out their unique gifts. And Mm -hmm. sometimes we're so close to it that we can't see it. And so that's the beauty of a coach being able to have some objectivity and to, and to question you in a very loving and non-judgmental way, because I don't care. And what I continually say to people is I don't have anyone's answers. I can tell you what I think you should do, but if you don't believe it and it's not what you want, who cares? Mm -hmm. So I am really passionate about helping people find their answers because once you find what you really want and what lights you up, that's your magic. That's what you've been missing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I love that. And it makes so much sense when you lay it out step by step. It's those simple questions, but they're, they're so powerful. Who am I? What do I want? Right. Because we know about that. (laughs) We've just buried it under expectations of who we think we should be or the roles that we've taken on or, Mm -hmm. and it's really simple things. I think one of the things that people get really worked up about is thinking, oh, I have to change my whole life. No. What if you don't, what if it's actually really simple little tweaks that you can make, just like you said, in the sales process, what if it's little things like for me personally, nature is a huge thing for me. But I went years when my kids were younger, never getting out in nature and and going from my house to my office, to the gym, to the kids daycare, right? And never mm-hmm. connecting with nature. And mm-hmm. so it can be really simple things of you just remembering the things that light you up that can right. make such a huge difference. 
yeah, in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I love that. It is those little things. It's simpler than we think, but it's so challenging to do those little things if we don't understand or maybe have an accountability partner or see the bigger picture or the impact. So yeah, very powerful. Yes. Well, Tammy, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing? Thank you. You can always find out more at my website, which is just TammyHelfrick.com. And I actually have a free mini course called Declutter Your Mind, which is all about just helping you to get rid of all these things that are blocking you in your mind. And you can go to TammyHelfrick.com slash declutter to pick up that free quick uh, mini course. And my social media and the ways to follow me are on there. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. and But my website's the best way to find all of those. All right. Fantastic. So that's TammyHelfrich.com. That's H-E-L-F-R-I-C-H. Just look in the show notes for the hyperlink to that. And it sounds like a great resource, actually a mini course that you've created on how to declutter your mind. Perfect. Yes. Very powerful. There's nothing worse than clutter. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) I know on my desk or wherever. So getting rid of it in my mind, that sounds like a lot of uh, benefit there. So yeah, I love that. So how to declutter your mind. All right, Tammy. Well, you've already shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom here during our conversation. Uh, But if I could tap on you one last time uh, in looking at your own experience and building your business, what's some advice? that you can share with say a frustrated entrepreneur who's maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Oh, such a great question. I think I would go back to what we have talked about before. And it really, for me personally, it has been learning to understand what works for me in my business and how do I do this in a way that is in alignment with my values and with what I want and why I want them. Because I think that it's very easy to follow traditional business models and maybe corporate rules that you've learned, but until you really align what you want and why you want this business and actually what you want it to look like, that's when you can find yourself just struggling and looking for all the answers outside of yourself and and joining all these programs and doing all these things, which might Mm -hmm. be really helpful. But if you can really take some time and get honest about what you really want and what is in alignment with you of how you build this business, because any entrepreneurs I work with, I always encourage them to build a business that aligns with their life. Too many people build these businesses that do not align with what how they want to be. They they build a brick and mortar and they don't want to be tied to a brick and mortar all the time, right? And so right. really asking yourself those questions can be so important. Yeah, no, that's powerful because it is, it's scary, right? To start your own business. Yes. There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns. So it's easy to just look at everybody else and get into comparisonitis. Well, this is how they're doing it. And this is how they're doing it. So I guess I better instead yes. of stepping into and aligning with your own values is what I'm hearing you're saying and, and honor that and, and know that that is enough. So that's the big component is trust that. Yes. Yes. And it can be so helpful to learn from other people. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. That's been so incredibly helpful. But I think our tendency as entrepreneurs is to try to replicate what other people are doing instead of really figuring out what it is that we want, which Mm -hmm. I believe is the magic. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Tammy, it's, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your long successful corporate career in sales to this impactful work that you're now doing as a life coach, 
where you're helping women remember how to trust their intuition so that they can expand their unique gifts and live unapologetically. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an incredible conversation and I'm so grateful to have connected with you and uh, thank you so much. Yeah, well, definitely my pleasure. And I know that your message will touch a lot of entrepreneurs out there. So, and again, for our listeners, you can reach Tammy Helfrich through her website and that's TammyHelfrich.com. Look for the hyperlink in the show notes and be sure to tune into her podcast, Intentional Life podcast and pick up that book unapologetic and it sounds like you can also find her on instagram and facebook all right well for all our listeners remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients well don't overlook the power of what i call compassionate selling where you've fully supported your potential clients decision making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Tammy Helfrich. And as always, here's to your success.